welcome to watch this. Over on Andrew's podcast, Rock of Ages, we did an episode about the soundtrack to Grease, and uh, now we're actually watching Grease on Watch This. With me, I have Andrew. It's electrifying! <laughs> and, uh, and for the first time in ages, we have a new face. Um, please welcome Melissa. Hello. Greece and really... hopefully Riley can show up later. Yeah. Grease was released on June 16, 1978. It was directed by Randall Kleiser, written by Bront Woodard, based on the musical by Jim Jacobs and Warren Casey, and stars John Travolta, Olivia Newton-John, Stalker Channing, Dee Dee Kahn, Jeff Conway, Eve Arden, Frankie Avalon, Joan Blondell, Ed Burns, Sid Caesar, Alex Ghost, Alice Ghostly, Doe Dodie Goodman and Shanana. This is a movie about what is a love- this? Grease or what is this? Grease or Oppenheimer? <laughs> a lot of people. Is this a whole stage cast or something? <laughs> it- <laughs> For the record, um, Oppenheimer is a movie we've uh, um, we've frequently um, had digs at for the sheer number of people involved in it. Anyway, this Grease is about is a love story between a greaser and a transfer student in the 50s. And I'm going to read the Critics Consensus. Grease is a pleasing, energetic musical with infectiously catchy songs and an ode to young love that never gets old. As always, if you want to watch along with us, then you can go over to Just Watch to find out where you can buy, rent, or stream the movie in your area. This time you'll need to pause the movie after the Paramount logo. And when I give, give the countdown and say now, then press play and you should be synced with us. All right, what do you think of us doing Grease? I remember doing, watching Grease like twice in music classes. Oh, same. <laughs> I think that is just both. I think it's just the island thing. Yeah, uh, like, um,. We we've also watched uh, Walk the Line in Career Edge. Oh, um, we ne- we never did that. We we did a uh, Wizard of Oz instead. Oh, cool. no reason, uh, no reason. I think we watched Parts of Grease in an after school class about musicals. Cool. Um, uh, we also watched parts of uh, Moulin Rouge, The Greatest Showman, uh, that the one musical about the Supremes. Oh, uh, oh, that's it's not really about the Supremes. It was inspired by them, Dreamgirls. Yeah, that that's it. Yeah. But yeah, this I I watched this uh, movie like last week in preparation for my uh, podcast's episode about Greece. So definitely check that out. So uh, please, Romy, have a link in the description. I need the. Okay, sure. I ne- All right. Yes. I need the promotion. Yeah. Promotions. The best thing to have. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Without much else to say, uh, wanna, um, are we ready to go? Ready as I'll ever be. Yep. Three, two, one, now. We open on a beach, so naturally this film should be, be called Beaches and not Grease. The funny thing is, there actually I, I, is a movie called Beaches. 
I know. I was Wait, trying to make legit, a... yo. Yeah, there. And like, wasn't please. Beth Midler in that one? Yeah, and uh, wait, I I think uh, uh, let me look it up. Somebody else was in it. Mm. I Somebody honestly never heard of Beaches. My most favorite people. It was directed by Gary <laughs> Marshall. Um, Beth, of course sorry. it was. Gary Marshall directs all the sloppy gloppy movies. Oh, Mayim Bialik yeah, was in. Yeah. Mayim Bialik was in it. It was one of her earliest earlier movies. Hmm. Oh. And uh, there was a re there was also a remake on Lifetime with Adina Menzel and Nia Long. Huh. That's surprising. I like how the movie like just throws you right in with this very sad scene of these two lovers departing forever. Potentially, um. No, so they like start, they start. <laughs> So High School Musical is basically just this movie, but with um, but with like in the with present less day. Less production value, yeah. And yeah, and everybody just loved it. It was just a sensation. Ever anyone else find it interesting that like the uh, the crop ratio changes after they go from live action to the cartoon intro? Yeah. yeah that, that is so weird. <laughs> Reese, we got a title, people. Roll credits. Yeah! Back in the 90s, I was in the 50s. Oh, no. And how did that hair work? That, it's just such curly hair, and then towards <laughs> the back. John so cartoon John Travolta freaks me out. Yeah, that... Yeah, this whole sequence is very weird, but at least it has a pretty epic Frankie Valley song playing. Yeah. Um, written oh, and produced by. <laughs> written. This song is written and produced by Barry Gibb of the Bee Gees, by the way. Ah, uh, the Bee, the same Bee Gees that made that god awful Sgt. Pepper's movie from the same uh. year of Greece, no <laughs> oh less. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh way. Um, I mean, it, I mean, of the two soundtracks I've heard in the year 1978, this is the better one. How did that work? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god, I can't believe Rizzo is that was that long-haired uh, guy in the Jedi Council in Phantom Menace. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, guys, uh. Yeah, well, wait, actually, this animation just gives me this exact same vibes as Schoolhouse Rock. Oh, and, uh, crap, Lois, oh, it does. Yeah, and uh, to tie it to an earlier episode, there was a Schoolhouse Rock song in the movie The Squid and the Whale. <laughs> and, uh... uh wait, isn't uh, Know-It-All Kid from Polar Express in this film? Yeah, Eddie Deason. Uh, and he's, he also played Mandark in Dexter's Laboratory. <laughs> I, oh I know, my. like, that, that, like, there's a video that no longer exists, but it was like, um, um, uh, let me explain. Uh, there was a Dexter's Lab episode where, um, Mandark went about his day and everything was just themed around his laugh, which was just like, ha ha ha, ha 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 ha, ha 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 ha
somebody made a video called YouTube Poop Man Dark Eats Cereal for 10 minutes and it was just 10 minutes of him going choo 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 um someone has to remake that that video I I I could remake it wait you can't wait I can help remake it I am part of the tech squad I mean I need a live action remake no, no, not a live action live remake. Action. No, no, anything like that. My live remake coming right up. <laughs> anyway, no, no live action remakes. Like, like it was fine with like the older stuff, and then Disney started. It was it was fine when they were trying to be their own thing, like uh, Cinderella and Pete's Dragon, but then, but then they started making. Just basically shot for shot remakes in live action with without any of the charm or whimsy of the originals. Cough, Lion King, cough. Yeah. And, um. I will lose my shit if they announce a Wreck It Ralph reboot live action. Yes, and, uh. Oh my god, it's him. It's not it's happening. I am, I am not going to do it. <laughs> True. That's Johnny Bo. I mean, I uh, I was thinking if if there was ever a lot live action record Ralph, it would be like some sort of like interactive type movie where like and like and, that I like mean, that Black Mirror thing on Netflix. Yeah, and like I and you know and I've often joked about how like the the characters in Wreck-It Ralph were modeled after their actors so they could just have like the actors play the characters in real. Hmm. Real, true. <laughs> but I'm not going to work on that. I refuse. <laughs> Live after Wreck-It Ralph? No, please. No. I mean, I you're right. I don't. I I don't even want to think about that sort of thing. Anyway. Oh, look at this coincidence. The Australian girl from the beginning is going to the same school as Johnny. A Danny. Unbelievable. I know, I know it's Danny, but Johnny isn't John Travolta. Yeah. Um... This is the stuff that Disney Channel original movies were made for. This could literally pass as a Disney Channel original movie if they got rid of all the sex and swears. Hmm, I wonder what they would call this movie. <laughs> and, and, like, better they would have just updated it to the present day. <laughs> yeah. Somewhat, yeah, but, somewhat. <laughs> uh, funny. Let's see. This, is, this takes place in high school. It's a musical. So would it make sense to call it Geek Charming? <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, um... Uh, the funny thing, uh... The funny thing is... Apparently High School Musical was, like, originally devised as a Grease sequel with Sharpay being, like, Rizzo's daughter or something. And so, um... Then this, it became its own thing. This would have been the original. This would have been the original High School Musical, though. Yeah. And then it would wouldn't be that be musical too? Wouldn't that be funny? Rizzo gave birth to Candace Flynn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that would be hilarious. That uh, that would be oh, funny. Yeah. 
It would be funny if like John Travolta just made a two-minute cameo at the end where he gave an inspirational speech to Troy and the basketball people. Like, you, you can would, do this, guys. That would you be got, hilarious. You could, you, could, you, totally, you could totally do this. Just do it! Don't let your memes be dreams! <laughs> or wait, what if he just says, you can't do this, I don't believe it. Nope, you won't be, you can't do it. <laughs> And then Olivia Newton-John sings physical, and then they get the inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> that's where they get the inspiration. Yeah, that song's so good, you guys. Yeah. And now should probably be a good time. Now should be probably a good time to mention uh, Olivia Newton-John sadly passed away uh, uh, last August. And so, uh, yeah, this episode is dedicated to her. Rest yeah. in peace. Rest in peace. Icon. Um, um, I, don't, I don't know what else to say. Um, I just really wish Riley would show up and bring some uh, pizzazz back into the conversation. What? I don't bring pizzazz? I mean, uh, some extra pizzazz. Mm. Pizzazzlement? Yep. Yeah. Oh, mm. oh my god, it's the know-it-all kid! Um, um it's, he even looks like his character. Yeah. Does. Hey, you know what kind of train this is? <laughs> uh, I, sickle I, mode or Mobamba? What, that goes crash a bird? Sickle mode or Mobamba? Why not both? True. Remember when they played sickle mode at the Super Bowl instead of sweet victory? Yes. I, I'll never let that slide but you won't I... let it slide in my household nope my PA system still looks like what they had there and the light switches still do look the same hmm. PA system still looks about the same except for the office like exactly the same so like actually we have that microphone in my school we had that microphone in my school for PA system we just had a, <laughs> a different uh, broadcasting way <laughs> yeah. that, if only, sure if only my high school was as stuck in the 1950s as yours was. Mm, mine was kind of stuck in the 80s, and mine was kind of stuck in like the 90s. Mine also had a different flag. Yeah, nothing. Uh... We never had a skeleton in the classroom except for biology and a biology mm. chemistry group. We only had one mm. teacher for that. And our cafeteria you know, is completely different. <laughs> you know, my elementary school, I remember it. It's uh it was perpetually stuck in the eighties with the school announcements of like a, a like a giant square TV. A giant square TV. <laughs> but like a like CRT? A I'm I guess so. Uh, we we never had TVs for the announcements. Mm-hmm. We never either. We only had it if we were all like doing Kahoot or something as a whole, mm. a whole uh, school yeah, my, afterwards. My own the only school that had a TV announcement system. So I guess you could, you, I guess you could say we were really bougie like that. Mm. Uh, but in eighth grade, uh, they did decide to like. Do the morning announcement thing over like uh, 
live stream, so I guess that's similar. Oh. Isn't that just fun? Mm -hmm. Imagine live streaming all the announcements. That's that gotta mm -hmm. be hard at that. Yeah, they, yeah. they ended up live streaming like half the announcements because of how they never played Kahoot at the end of the year. So, mm -hmm. as a school, like Kahoot or like online games. Um, I forget what it was that we did the last year. I can't. The imagine, imagine the principal accidentally live streams the wrong window and they everyone sees their Genshin Impact profile. Oh no, no, my my principal. Oh my god! Imagine oh. if they just accidentally rickroll everybody. Oh, that would. <laughs> I heard someone from a. Actually, I heard someone, um, from a different. Uh, district that during like everyone was doing skateboarding announcements in that district and mm. it was so easy to hack that they mm. hacked and decided to rickroll everyone <laughs> so every so like four to four or five different schools got rickrolled at the same time during the mm. announcements yeah. they upgraded to security <laughs> afterwards yeah. oh oh my god that Wait. reminds me that reminds Guys, me of... this is a this is a very important scene of Quentin Tarantino getting his first look at feet, colorized. Yeah, Quentin Tarantino uh, is another um, acceptable acceptable target on uh, watch this because of his foot fetish. Anyway, um, what you you were you were saying reminded me of like there's some videos of um, people. People hacking their tornado sirens to play stuff like uh, "Hack Tornado Siren" plays Monsters Inc. Ear Rape. Oh yeah, I, I've seen oh, that. Oh my, that's yeah. not. Why would they do that? Because like it's I guess like, tornado oh, yeah. sirens are hackable. Everything is hackable if you try hard enough, but at the same time, it was just so too easy to hack that a student hacks it and Rick drills everyone in like four different schools. Somebody at the same time. Yeah. Guys, 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 guys. This song sounds just like a song from Teen Beach Movie, and I can't get that out of my head. Uh, I've never seen that. Am I the only one who's seen Teen Beach Movie? Am I, I feel I've like seen I'm it. going I've seen through. it. I'm just trying to... Hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah I, 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 I feel that with the whole uh, girls versus boys thing. Yeah, it's exactly. It's like the same, the same rhythm, the same like story, like girls versus boys. Like, it's the same thing. Yeah. Um, and then the main characters are the ones that's actually singing the most of it. Most of it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, somebody's also played SpongeBob music on a siren. <laughs> Anyone who hacks a, those sirens are heroes in my eye. Yeah. I I mean, isn't that a danger though? Like hacking sirens, important sirens, especially in different areas. Like if you hack a tornado siren in like, like, the east coast of east coast, it's likely yeah. not that important because we're not going to have many uh, tornadoes or anything anyway. Mm. But if we have one that's like in a very where there's a lot of tornadoes, isn't that dangerous? Probably. 
But it's funny to hear the Monster Zinc theme ear rape over at or Everyone would probably flee anyways. Hmm. Because maybe they don't want to hear it. And Perhaps uh, uh, the people who uploaded those videos got arrested shortly afterwards. Guys, uh, there was... Uh, um, back to Disney Channel. Um, there like, there was an Ant Farm episode where they got the right... Where they were going to do Grease. But, uh... Yes, 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 yes. Yo. <laughs> but the... But they didn't have the rights. Uh, so they can't do Greece because they didn't purchase for the rights. So now they they're 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 pining on what they're gonna do for their for the school musical. When ultimately they decide to do Greece. But not like Greece as in the movie we're watching, Greece as in ancient Greece. Hey, ancient Greece gods were actually not as bad as what they seem. Actually, they're yeah. worse than what they seem, except for Hades, who's actually better than what he seems from Disney. Yeah, and that whole Maybe thing. Yeah, that reads the same energy. Uh, that whole thing reads the same energy as the Muppet Show episode where they um they were gonna do a medley of songs from Camelot, but they couldn't get the rights to the songs, so they substitute songs from other musicals. Um, Fugue for Tin Horns, uh, Everything's Coming Up Roses, uh, let me see, let me remember, uh, see that. Hello Dolly, and, uh, hmm. like so, a, Anything You Can Do was also in there. Anything You so, Can Do, uh, I Can Do Better. I'm sorry, so, I don't want to copyright uh, you. Yeah. I mean, in this scene, and and I I just want to focus on the movie. Um, in this scene, uh, Rizzo finds out that Sandy's uh, love at the beach was Danny. Uh, Rizzo and Danny have been previously dating, and now Rizzo wants to use this uh, as to her advantage by showing Sandy the real Danny. Hmm. Am I right? Yeah. Am I right or am I right? Okay, um... To find a new subject uh, for uh, Talking Point, uh, does anyone remember the, the uh, 2016 live version of Grease starring Aaron Tveit? Yeah, the... Oh, do, don't you mean uh, Phil Collins' son from Next to Normal? Um, uh, me... Yes, that's another little bit of our lore. Um, allow me to explain it because I am the one that came up with it. Uh, so yeah, my... The official lore is that Phil Collins is the dad in the hit musical Next to Normal. Solely because divorced and uh, his uh, his album, the album cover for his uh, debut album, looks suspiciously similar to the cast recordings album cover for Next to Normal. Not to mention that the son in Next to Normal is named Gabriel. As yes, in Peter his... Gabriel. Oh my... Okay, I did not know that fact. <laughs> it's pretty darn... It, it all comes together. It has to make sense. Yeah, everything... Sure. Everything comes together. It, it's all coming together. Like, eventually it'll get to the point where I'm... Uh, where I'm... 
where I'm actually meeting all these people that I've, I, I, that we've talked about on Rock of Ages and watched this. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be too long. Yeah. Sorry, but back to the movie real quick. Um, I just realized the color scheme is just High School Musical. Like, all the shirts <laughs> and everything. Is just yeah. High um, also, that, also, that guy is an, is an older actor. Um, I think it's Sid Caesar. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm white and red circling around a campfire. I think that reminds me of anything. Midsummer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is a precursor to Midsummer. I never knew that. <laughs> this is why Danny and Sandy die at the end. I never knew that. <laughs> And then they, like, given how raunchy the original musical is, I wouldn't be surprised if they cut out a scene where they eat pubes. Uh, does that happen in Midsummer? Uh, yeah, I haven't seen it, but, like, um, uh, there's a letterbox list. Uh, if I had, if I had a nickel for every movie where they eat pubes, I would have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird it happened twice. One of the movies was Midsummer, of course. The other was She's All That. Thanks for making me lose my appetite, Romy. I really appreciate it. Oh, sorry. Uh, oh, no. You don't even know what we were talking about in class one time. A computer ash. You don't have the content. Uh, you don't have the context of why, why this conversation is being funny. <laughs> It's, it's, it's a great <laughs> <laughs> um, It was to the point where um, the teacher wrote, wrote in the, uh, what was it called? Parkway? Driveway? Something like that. Driveway, I guess. I think it was, yeah. Just that word. And then, and then at the end of the class, he was like, nope, nope, we're erasing <laughs> it, erasing it. Nope, we don't want the other ones to question it. <laughs> I love not getting the context. Um, I don't yeah. want to keep the context. That's <laughs> it's bad. Also, anyway, I just wanted to say I want how cute Olivia Newton-John is in this movie. Yeah, she is very sweet. Mm -hmm. Very perky and stuff. And and see, uh, Danny's gang is ganging up on him for being all sweet and sentimental. So. Now he has to pretend to being as really jaded, uh, laid-back man. For the record, Melissa, we're not <laughs> always going to be interested in the movie, but, like, take uh, our episodes on perfume and please give. Oh, yeah, those those things were garbage. Yeah, not very interesting. I mean... Uh, yeah, um, and uh, Please Give is notorious in the Watch This circle for having a two-minute opening sequence detailing mammograms as one of the main characters is, like, a mammogramologist or whatever. Like, she, like... Yeah. It was traumatizing, to say the least. Yeah. I used to be a very fun and jovial man before I saw that scene. 
Now I don't know what to make of myself. I feel something's wrong with me. Because I saw that. Yeah. And pray to God you didn't see it either. Um, yeah. Let's just hope he don't see it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I won't show it to you. No. No one deserves to see it. Yeah. Not Here. even the people who worked on the movie. Uh, so, uh... The one... The one advantage that opening scene has is that it, it grabs your attention. And nothing else in the movie grabs your attention. Uh, it grabs your attention for the wrong reasons, but still. Still grabs your attention. That is abuse right there. How dare you throw that poor stuffed tiger at her? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Let's throw more stuffed tigers at her now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I I'm thinking back to the Grease Live. Um, the, the Grease Live thing. Um, we're like... Um, and uh, in, in Andrew's podcast, we mentioned a, uh, there was also a Peter Pan live broadcast where, like, during the scene where Tinkerbell died, they... Like put up a caption telling people to tweet "Save Tinkerbell." No, like hashtag Save Tinkerbell, <laughs> and people countered that with um, hashtag Kill Tinkerbell. Oh, sheesh! That's that's a big counter there. Uh. <laughs> we it, that happens a lot. Honestly, Twitter does that a lot. This counters mm. everything. Yeah, that they want them to do. That's basically Twitter's job, just uh, inverse everything. Yeah, exactly. good thing I have. Good thing I've stopped using Twitter. I have been uh, going back and forth on Twitter. I'm not sure. I'm not sure yeah. about it. So sometimes there are days where. Someday, sometimes there will be days where I use it, and sometimes there will be days where I'm glad I'm not using it. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. Um, three person episodes are not very fun on either of our podcasts. Well, I think they're more fun here than on mine. Yeah, but um, no what else. I mean, Just don't don't try and fo Do don't focus on the negative. No, 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 Romy, no. Put him in third class. Romy, uh, don't don't focus on the negative. Yeah. I mean, Always look positive. Yeah, you run out of wait, but I mean, but I said I've, focus on the positive. Yeah, but um, yeah. No but. Okay, just... fine. Okay, I'm gonna I'm just gonna find some things to talk about. Yeah. Um, like uh, Grease Live, um. The uh, timeline of that uh, live version is out of whack. Like it's uh, it's supposed true. to be like supposed to take place in the fifties. Keeps using modern ass music. No, um, I well there was a scene I... where oh, well, there there was a, like what like the band from later on in the movie that was played by uh, Shana Na. Uh, they were played by the band DNCE in the live version, and like they did some of the songs that. Shana Na sang in the movie 
And um, at but at one point they sang "Cake by the Ocean." How, why? I don't know. <laughs> because they're the I, I feel that. I feel that. Okay. I feel that. Uh, and uh, beauty school dropout. Uh, it. And beauty school dropout. The performers of beauty school dropout were. Uh, who were the performers to... for beauty school? Boys to men. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the performer of Grease is the word is was uh, Jesse J. And uh, oh, and she only and you only knew her for um, price tag, which you mm. knew from uh, one of the Disney Channel's old remix shorts, where um, they would just make a little music video for um, any for some song and have like old Disney cartoons in it. So basically the modern incarnation of those old Disney Channel shorts called DTV where they take older and contemporary then contemporary songs and add clips from Disney mm. cartoons. Mm. Well, I guess you could say it's modern, but they stopped doing them like 9 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, fair fair. I I know uh there was this one movie that my uh, the people in Living With had been doing, watching for a bit, and I was just listening. Um, basically, there's uh, witches that were from like the 1800s, 1900s, I'm not quite sure. But then they were doing music, but they were singing music from the 2000s that they never lived in until like two, three minutes before that moment, before they started <laughs> seeing this. So, what's this movie again? I, I I don't remember what movie it is. I, but it's just like it's like three witches. There was a prophecy, three witches, and uh, Hocus Pocus. Three witches. I think Hocus Pocus two actually. I think that came out. Mm. Mm. And it's just like, and I just hear like the most modern music, and it's just like I did not expect that for this movie right at this point. Yeah. That race isn't there like it. a wait 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 isn't there like a Sofia Coppola movie about like Queen Elizabeth that has like a pop punk soundtrack? No, uh, that's Marie Antoinette. Oh um, yeah, there's oh. stuff like uh, Scooxy and the Banshees and uh, Adam Ant and um... oh, so it's more post punk. That's that's more my scene. Hmm. Yeah, it's quite interesting. So was that? Was that your? Was that what you were gonna say, Romy? Yeah, and uh, the and it also features songs by The Cure and Affix Twin. Yeah, hmm. a little post rock. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, um, it kind of it kind of amazes me that John this John Travolta was in this and. Not even Pulp Fiction, but also Bolt. He was in those three movies, and that's a, a fact that shocks me. Yeah. And that is surprising. I yeah, agree. Back to anachronistic soundtracks. Uh, Jojo Rabbit, uh, is, it takes place in 1944 and 45. It features German-language covers of, uh, like, the German-language versions of I Want to Hold Your Hand and Heroes. I need a hero. No, it's <laughs> David Bowie's heroes. I, uh, I know. Oh, yeah. okay. 
still so, so that so serious like newer songs in that moment yeah uh, hey at least when at least the mini thing i'm writing i'm not writing a script for it or anything yet i'm just writing everything else out my pitch idea uh the, at least the pitch i'm writing is actually set in this time period mm. so i don't have to worry about that oh yeah i have um I have a couple period movies uh, in my mind. One of them is uh is a um it, it's set in like a 70s like theater troupe in Florida, like mid 70s. It's like Licorice Pizza's East Coast counterpart. Um Licorice Pizza is set in California. Um this movie is set in Florida in the I was make sure the music existed at that I was probably going to have like it's probably gonna have like I'm probably gonna work in like at least one uh newer song mm. into just so um Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you can have to my thing is you could have a newer style song, make it drum or something, which would make a lot of sense. So mm. sometimes you just need to have it any like background songs or anything you should probably have from that time period. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're singing a song in the background. Speaking of songs, uh, the song that's playing right now, the one that's playing right now, uh, Hopelessly Devoted to You, it slaps. Uh, very good. It's fair enough, fair enough. And it, it was written for, for this movie, for Olivia Newton-John. It wasn't in the musical, as was uh, You're the One That I Want. Those two, those, uh, two songs were not originally part of the musical, but now they are the only thing the musical is associated with yeah. which is kind of ironic there there are actually some other songs that were um in the, they were in the original musical but they were cut from the movie for a time or to make room for other songs i mean the newer songs are like are officially part of the libretto that's the main that is a big problem with the musical Two movies is like they cut out a lot of the songs and a lot of the good songs. Yeah. And I, I could uh, explain like I, Mean Girls, Heathers, all those. It's just like the songs is gone. At least one song is just gone. Mm. And it's another song not so impactful because that other song is gone. Mm. Uh, but if you have a song to replace it, make it still the impact. Then... That's one of. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why uh, Dear Evan Hansen flopped because they cut out a lot of, cut out some of the impactful songs, so, namely "Good for You," and uh, it just kind of one lessened... of the most integral songs in the musical. And it just like they cut out all the scenes where Evan realizes what he's been doing is wrong, and it, it just leaves a sour taste in people's mouths. I am going to thoroughly enjoy when I see the movie because uh, it is going to be quite the uh, experience. Yeah. I, we probably won't be getting into it on Watch This anytime soon. Yeah, which is why I'm I'm just going to have to wait until I stumble upon it. Hmm. Imagine if this was a Disney Channel original movie and you were just treated to this lovely scene. Yeah, they they wouldn't have it. 
they wouldn't have this. I mean, they'd probably have it in a they would probably original. Instead of hardcore sex, there'd just be tickle fights. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Mm. Yeah, but that there's a lot of problems with a lot of like musicals to movies. That it's it's a hard transition. Yeah. I think you can get away with I think easier. you can get away with more in movies, what with like camera angles and such. But uh But they keep they all uh, pop because of the music is being cut out because of the length of time. Yeah, the same thing with well, the no. For musicals yeah, who worry. go up to three, four hours, I, I feel like uh, movies to musicals are easier than musicals to movies because of all this time stuff. Well, yeah. don't worry. I'm I'm not gonna. I'm when I inevitably make my uh, great comet movie adaptation, I will not cut any of the songs. Yeah, I mean, Good. I mean, maybe I'll be the one making the great comet movie, and it'll be just. I, I don't know. I'm thinking like if I were to make a great comet movie, I would um I, I would probably um have like one of the um stylistic inspirations be this movie called Russian Ark. It's like a movie about like this hermit about this heritage site in Russia and like the whole movie is just one long unbroken 96 minute take. Hmm. That, that would make, that'll be yeah. an, uh, it'll be hard on the actor. Like, yeah. give that at least uh, some instrumental. Yeah. Like, like every How 30 about... minutes, it's for yeah. instrumental. But at the same, then the actor can take a minute break and then they can voice over the lines again. And then take a little uh, break. Like, maybe even five minute intermission. Yeah. Like, even well, one minute intermission. You know? Yeah. I have to do these breaks. Have, how about this, Romy? How about we flip a coin and see who makes the great Comet remake? The re, not the remake, just adaptation. The, the adaptation. Yeah. Not I mean, not I, now, of course, both. but I have a, I have a I have an American quarter right here. Hmm. Huh. Now they're singing. Now Grease I just Lightning. have to learn how to flip a coin. Uh, so, uh, Grease Lightning, uh. It, ha- it it has some of the- it has some really raunchy lyrics more than you would expect from like this movie, like hmm. like they and like there wasn't grease uh there was a licensed grease Wii game where like they had this song but they censored like some of the naughtier terms like uh get off and and uh pussy wagon and. Uh, and, uh, you know, they ain't no shit will be getting loads of tit. Yep, that. And, uh, and, like, Vinny was playing that game, uh, Vinny from Vine Sauce, and he was really, um, uh, and he was just... Take it aback. That's, that's yes. for sure. And he just totally laughed. Off topic. That, that card did not look stable. Yeah, and he, <laughs> I, like, he was laughing really hard when it... When it got to pussy wagon and pussy was censored. <laughs> Grease lightning censored. Unbelievable. Yes. Um. Uh, speaking of censored, uh, here's. Uh, you want to know another part of our um lore? Um. So Riley, uh, 
who uh, I don't know if we'll, who I, who sh who might show up later, but um, we don't know. But I, she loves a video called I. She loves this video called "The Count Censored," which is the count from it's a song by the Count from Sesame Street. But like most instances of count are censored, so <laughs> they just put censor beeps. Um. Oh wow. Well, that, that is not how that works. That is not how that works. <laughs> if she shows up, uh, she should show it to you. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, fair enough. That car got be broken after this. It's a musical number. Hammer there are laws of physics. It's fantasy sequence. Yeah, like... It's like um Arthur, the Arthur theme when he's walking across the world and he's giant and <laughs> and now all of a sudden he's on the TV screen and then he and then he falls off this logo to his death. <laughs> oh my. Would it, would it be funny if there was like um, Grease Lightning, but every instance of the title is replaced by Pussy Wagon. <laughs> oh, that reminds me, um, like, it's, it brought, like, somebody complained about, um, the, somebody complained about the use of ass in, um, the song Ultimate Showdown of Ultimate Destiny. And, um, then, it's so, like, somebody made, like, um, an edit where random words were leaped out, but they didn't leave out ass. Love okay. that. Imagine just leaping out every single instance of the. <laughs> the word the. It'd just be like a bunch of bleeps, and everyone knows when they do so first. A harmless song is just turned into a hardcore rap song. Oh, um, I should mention, um, in most in in most releases of this movie, um, there's a Coke poster that's blurred because like this movie was had a, like a promotional deal with Pepsi and that wasn't gonna vibe with them. So you can see it right oh, now. Oh my god! Um, I, I, yeah. I wondered what that was. <laughs> when will we get the uncensored version, guys? Release the coke cut. <laughs> oh, um, there's a. I, I'm gonna read this thing from Shitty Movie Details. Wait, 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 In, wait no, wait, no, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Before you do, uncensor the coke, recensor the pussy wagon. In this scene from Greece, they censor a painting depicting a naked Principal Skinner doing the Egyptian with his coke sponsored guitar covering his junk. <laughs> Okay, that sounds lost more of a reason. <laughs> that is way more of a reason to like. And there's another. Yeah, it's um, not, it's, there's, there's like it's, three different coke things in this one restaurant. They could have picked another restaurant. <laughs> they could have just censored this entire scene if they wanted to. There's another one thing. In Greece, 1978, a Coca-Cola poster is blurred on the Frosty Palace scenes. This is because Coca-Cola tastes like crap. It does not take that back. Ah, uh, sorry. I'm also, hey, I uh, honestly my dad, remember. My dad drinks way too more 
more uh, Pepsi than anything. Well, Diet Pepsi. But I can't say much. But I don't taste the difference between Pepsi and Coca-Cola. Huh. I also just... can't taste the difference between uh, Diet Coca-Cola and Diet Pepsi. But I can taste the difference between the Diet and the Normal. Or the Diet and the Zero. Which is super weird. If I'm being honest, there's less in Pepsi. And just there's just something lesser about it. Uh, no, don't tell that to my dad. Do not tell that. <laughs> my dad. I mean, I I mean, I haven't met your dad, and I likely won't. So no, are no problem there for me. Fair enough. Mm. I I don't taste the difference, so I can't say much. Mm. I can't say either way. If, if we get sponsored by either. I would take sponsored up by either. Hmm. Why does why does Danny look? Why did Danny look so badly green screened in in that one shot? I don't know. Could they could they not is. get him in the gin? Hmm. Who knows? Maybe Danny was never there this whole time. This this adds on to the theory that Danny is secretly a guardian angel. Wait, that's your theory? I think that's a theory that, that has existed for quite some time. Danny doesn't exist. He's a guardian angel sent to take Sandy to heaven. Yeah. I, I came up with a new lore. Um, Danny is secretly the son from next to normal. <laughs> Man, I should have put that lore channel in my server. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's not how you play basketball. <laughs> you, you get it super wrong. Dude. Why does Danny have a different t-shirt from everyone else? I don't mm. know. Because he's the main character. Why else would he have a different t-shirt? Only big um, characters have different clothing and t-shirts. Come on. Okay, fair. Maybe this is how they played basketball in the olden days. Yeah. You know, before our births. True, true. But wait, if it's before our births, wouldn't the basketball that be okay? I don't know. Like, wouldn't it be normal and not all broken up? Hmm. Oh, mm. wait, this is just all focus levels. Mm. Okay. That's why it looks all green screen. It's stupid focus levels. It's just stupid. It's terrible. Mm. Mm. I take it you know a lot about the visual composition of film. I'm in the tech group. And that's all we've been learning in, the, in our, uh, one of our classes. Just specifically focus and blends it and such, and how to film. Hmm. Maybe I could... I mean, I could... I could be great at cinematography, potentially. Um, one of my favorite filmmakers, Paul Thomas Anderson, who directed last week's movie, Licorice Pizza, on Watch This, um, like, he was the... He was one of the directors of photography for that movie, and he was also the director of photography for Phantom Thread, his previous movie. I mean, 
you try um, directing and filming Daniel Day-Lewis at the same time. I can't. I can try, but I can't. Mostly because he's retired now. Yeah. Uh, but, like... He, oh my god, John Travolta looks so dorky. Yeah. Yeah. Main characters have special roles, like batting the ball. Mm. Yeah. I never see the main character run from plate to plate unless it's like a whole run, or if they start out with going, if you're going to well first plate, and then they'll be like second plate or something, un unless they're going to like third plate or something, and then they'll, then they go back. That, or they're, uh, or they're pitching. They're either batting or pitching. To make it, that's the only choice for the main characters here. That or running back to home base. Because I see seeing those cuts to moving back to home base as well. Mm. That is the only three options mm. for a main character in baseball. Mm. You can tell John Travolta is the main character here because he's not wearing everything else that other people are wearing. Exactly, he's a he's the main character for therefore yeah. he's not he wearing to... red. Actually, there's one not... other person not wearing red. Yeah. Actually, there's a few couldn't... other people that red yeah. just to balance it out, but they're all wearing white instead of yeah. gray. He is not conforming to the norm by conforming to another norm called the protagonist norm. There's a protagonist norm and an antagonist norm, and then a surprise antagonist norm. Mm. Like the twist, like a... surprise antagonist. Don't you mean twist villain? <laughs> uh, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes it's like Man, the composition on this twist, background is a uh, lot. So... Oh, sometimes it's like just a surprise antagonist instead of twist villain. Mm. Just now, the, I just, wait, just now the music bot left the voice the voice chat. Oh uh, yeah. It's been an so I guess hour. we're not gonna have any music for uh, the rest of the movie, hey. Yeah, um for the record, um, for the we best. um we um initiated Melissa before recording so, by having her play by having Fred vote listen to uh by having Fred Vogt play everybody's favorite Stooges song, L.A. Blues. I cannot recommend that song more than... I missed uh, just say about too, so it was loud. The fact that it wasn't number one on the radio for 12 years, it shocks me. It makes me upset, guys. Mm. Yeah. But I'll get over it. Yeah. One day. One day. Mm. What if you never get over it? What happens then? Nothing really. It's just a joke. Mm. Uh, <laughs> just wondering, Melissa, have you ever heard of Siva Gunner? I don't recognize names well. Uh, Siva Gunner is that YouTube channel that um, it, they upload... Um, they they upload um 
remixed or edited versions of video game music um, disguised as the real um, deal. I think I think I recognize now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, she pronounces it Siva Gunner, but it's actually Silva Gunner. I mean, it, it's pronounced Siva Gunner because, like, the sec, the L is actually another a capital I. Oh, like... no shit. Let me explain. Um, so there was a channel called S- oh Silva Gunner. What is there Gun- to ex- What is there? What is there to explain? It's that's an uppercase I. Yeah, there's a Silva. Okay, so basically there was a uh, Silva, a channel called Silva Gunner that uploaded video game music, but then it got taken down. Then uh, another channel called Gilva Sunner um, showed up. Uh, it 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 ran for like until earlier this year and like at some point um siva gunner was created just kind of aving off it uh apparently the like the the actual inspiration for the channel came from like all the people that were imitating Lil Kuribo when uh, Yu-Gi-Oh the abridged series was at its peak hmm. I wouldn't know I, I never watched they, Yu-Gi-Oh and I never will I never watched Yu-Gi-Oh! either. Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged Series. It's one of the funniest things you'll ever see. And, um... So, like... Honestly, any Abridged Series is just the funniest thing ever. Mm. Like, I have watched multiple series of Abridged stuff. So, um... Here's... Okay, so, um... I'm gonna send you a a video of, uh... Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged Series Funniest Moments. Yeah. This is quite a movie. Yeah, it is the movie. It's one of the movies ever made. Mhm. The fact that people don't regularly cite it as a movie offends me. <laughs> Disgusts me. So in this scene, uh, Frenchie, she uh, dropped out of high school to go to beauty school. But now she's considering dropping out of beauty school because it's too much work. And she turned her hair pink. Yeah, why did she do that anyway? Just, just why? I think it looks good on her. Huh, very cute. Yes, yeah, imagine with all the pink garments. Mm. Of course, of course, she needs to be a main character. She needs to have a special feature. Yeah, mm. she, something distinctive. <sighs> exactly, mm. and apparently, pink hair is very distinctive. Mm. Yeah, especially with her pink clothing. This it really shows how feminine she is, I guess. Mm. And as we all know, feminine is as we all know, pink is a feminine color. Pink, a li- man. A man cannot wear pink, therefore he is not masculine. That's just how movie logic works, apparently. I see. Pink heels, pink jacket, pink pink uh, overall thing. I have no idea what to call it. And here's pink hair. Ah, here's this. Here's the scene where Frankie Avalon shows up to sing "Beauty School Dropout." This looks like a deleted scene from the Star Wars Holiday Special. <laughs> yeah, which came out in the same year as Grease. 
And uh, Grease. And the Sgt. Pepper's movie soundtrack. It was really just a year for shit. Yeah, and like the Sgt. Pepper movie in general. <sighs> oh, by the way, um, Grease, uh, as iconic as it is, it wasn't in the National Film Registry until like a couple years ago. When uh, same year that Shrek was in the National Film Registry. That is an interesting fact. Hmm. Yeah. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the second best moment in the film. Oh, yeah. They're all in white because the protagonist has to be pink. Yeah, she has to, have to stand out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I seen the protagonist pink makeup earlier. Oh, but... Yeah, they the have, like, red lips instead of the... Uh, the pink ones. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, by the way, um, like, like, wait, bringing the conversation back to um, the um, the re, the remix from Disney Channel. Um, around the same time they had um segments called Blam, which where they edited an old Disney cartoon to make it look <laughs> like some sort of totally radical. Graphic clip show from like I don't know 1990. Yeah. Uh, same time, America's Funniest Home Videos was popular. Yeah. Some. Yeah, and and so... they, and then some guy got the wise decision to make a parody of Blam of the classic Disney movie Up, a movie with a very famous funny opening. Yeah, I just linked it. Oh. it is, it's immortal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, Riley actually watched it um, during the Grease episode of Andrew's podcast. And um, sh and she immediately put it in um, her videos to laugh at when you're sad playlist. <laughs> Because that's what I want to laugh at when I'm sad. The beginning of Up. First comes love, then comes marriage, then comes uh oh, Blam. Blam. inconceivable. Well, at least you have each so don't, other. Don't just spoil the. <laughs> oh, don't sorry. just spoil sorry, the sorry. video for her. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Um, I'm just gonna show you. I'm just gonna link uh Riley's playlist. Um, videos to laugh at when you're sad. <laughs> sorry, I. Let's see. Let's. When there becomes like a, a time in this movie, I'm just gonna say blam. When there looks like there's gonna be a very blamable moment in the movie. Um, oh, no way. Um, what? Oh, no way. I have an idea. What? Uh, one hour of silence, occasionally broken by the opening riff from "Bad to the Bone." No, 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 no. We're past that. <laughs> oh, I don't think we need to explain that one, Melissa. No, I don't think you need to explain that word either. <laughs> so, um... Just okay. like we don't need to explain what's going on in this shot. It's a fantasy! Yeah, well, look at all the uh, stunt actors and such. Actually, it could be uh, up to green screen. I'm not sure yet. Mm -hmm. I wonder how workers going on the pussy wagon. <laughs> that thing is not stable. Just, just... From the last couple seeds. 
with the car. It's not stable. Hmm. Okay, so um. Why so does this look like they're on a Hollywood lot? Um, because they are. Basically, well, kinda. Anyway, um, so this is a scene where um, this show called so where this like. This kind, this universe is equivalent to American Bandstand is filming an episode at Rydell. Hmm. Apparent, I, I was listening to a podcast today. Apparently, one of the bands on an episode of Bandstand was this uh, punk band called X. American Bandstand. Uh, you can oh, Bandstand. With... Yeah, yeah, American Bandstand. But my point is. A band that played on Bandstand was a very like raw punk band called X. Wow, I- I've heard of X the band before, and uh, mm-hmm. I they have, like... a very they have a very low male singer and a very high female singer. Hmm. And There's the nothing producer, in between. yeah. The producer of their of like one of their of like their first few albums was uh, the keyboard guy from the Doors, which was pretty interesting. Wow, oh. interesting. Hmm. Hmm. So the looks like they're at the prom. Why does that guy kind of remind me of Albert Brooks? Huh. Kinda. True. Albert Brooks, the guy who he's Oh wait, I'm I'm getting things mixed up. Um, um let me explain. He's done uh let me just think. Uh he's done the movies Broadcast News, Defending Your Life, He Was in Drive, and um but Okay, he, he he is Marlin in Finding Nemo. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, I thought it was him or Jeff Garland. Rome, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, there's okay. a Shanana. Um, the band. Oh my Sha- god, it's actually them. Um, for the record, um, Rush, the band Rush, um, they started out as an opening act for Shanana, who I should explain to anyone who doesn't know who they are. They are they were like this fifties throwback band that were big in the seventies. Yeah. And Rush opened up for them and they got booed off the stage because they were nerds. <laughs> yeah. Um, is Melissa there? She's... Oh, um, let me just, uh... I'm still here, no worries. Yeah. Just, this mice was trying to break and I'm trying to fix that real quick. <laughs> and all of a sudden, there's a fight going on. Meanwhile, the main characters are dancing. Yeah. In the wedding outfits, basically. <laughs> the colors they are. The wedding. It's basically a color scheme for a wedding. Except, like, the decorations. Hmm. I'm just opening up uh, one of my bathroom readers. Um, First records. Buying your first album or single is a rite of passage. Here's what some people picked for their 
first first it says uh Bruce Spring scenes was uh Jailhouse Rock by Elvis Presley. Um uh Dave Matthews was uh Magical Mystery Tour. Lou Reed huh. was the Fat Man by Fat Domino. Mm-hmm. Rob Zombie chose uh the Alice Cooper show. Uh John hmm. Mayer found John Mayer's was uh, Debbie Gibson's Out of the Blue. Mandy Moore's was uh, Wind Beneath My Wings, tying it back to like an earlier episode. No, no, earlier in this episode. Wind Beneath My Wings by who? Uh, Bette Midler. Oh. I mean, wait, the funny thing is, like, she didn't even, she wasn't the first person to sing it. There, there's like other people, um, Lou Rawls and Gladys Knight and the Pips and, uh, some country singer I forget the name of, um, they, they, they also, they all did it before Bette Midler made her version big. My favorite country singer is some country singer I've never heard of. <laughs> the- same, same. I personally prefer, um, like, the older stuff, like, I don't know, like, uh, Ray Price. Jimmy Buffett. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, or the Carter family. Anyway, uh, I think my, my gateway album was, uh, Abbey Road. Even um, though I didn't buy it, that was just a Christmas gift. What kind Actually, of camera is that? Just, just what kind of camera is that? I don't recognize it, it anywhere. It's an old TV camera. It did not look that way. Old TV cameras look like sci-fi lasers. Weird. It's just so weird. I'm not. I'm not used to. Hmm. I see that it's a TV camera, not a movie camera, so I don't recognize it. It's large. Its longest lens look like looks like a snout. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I can't believe Shauna and I was one of the first bands to incorporate backup dancers. Uh, um, I'm. I was just remembering. Uh, mm. I was just thinking. It's uh, hard to remember things sometimes. Yeah, we all for gore in the heat of passion, Jimbo. <laughs> we also all morb in the heat of passion. Um, Melissa, I should explain, uh, one of our more prevalent running gags, uh, of late is just Morbius. Morbius. Like... The cinematic masterpiece set is Morbius, which we actually did, uh, a while back. Uh, for yes. Nick's birthday episode mm-hmm. and his most recent episode to date. When's your birthday? Um, January... I ha- already had my birthday episode. And Andrew- your birthday? All- you could do a birthday episode. Hello? We could do a birthday episode for you this year. Oh, next year. Or whatever, 2023. Uh, when's your birthday? I, I said for you. Huh? I said for you. My- mine's just very far away. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, um... Mine's like May. Ah. Months and months. Riley's birthday's in May, too. That's when we did Jupiter Ascending. 
It, which is that, that was an experience. Yeah, it's that movie where Eddie Redmayne says that he creates life and destroys it. And and where Channing Tatum is part dog, but it's never explained in the movie. We're just weird. They don't even make a they don't even make like a passing reference to like or like a a ref or like a hint that he's part dog. We just we have to know that he's part dog. Really, it's the same yeah. energy as that game, Battle in Wonderworld, which had like, um, like they explain, they explain stuff they didn't explain in the game in the tie-in novel. Yeah, that's a thing. Mm. And people sometimes tie-in things novel. are weird. Weird. Mhm. Sometimes things are just weird. Yeah. Looks like the big dance that break's is, about to happen. That, that is a big doll thing. It's weird. Mm. Yep. I really wish someone else would show up to ease the uh, awkwardness of the uh, long silences. Looks like thing is just. Yeah, yeah it looks like Nick's online. Well, Nick's not gonna show up. We know that. Oh yeah, he's been busy with this with some stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. We we won't be seeing him for a while. Yeah, he's in that like... farm upstate. Hmm. I'm kidding. He's not dead. Oh, I hope not. I hope he's not dead. <laughs> uh, but, like I don't say that too loud, but because. For all we know, something could happen. True. True. But nothing is going to happen. Take my word for it. Taking your word for it. Nothing is going to happen. Mm -hmm. Nothing bad ever happens to the Kennedys. <laughs> nothing bad ever happens to the Kennedys. Oh, Andrew, have you ever seen Clone High? I know it's a thing. I've seen the memes. I never but heard of it. I I'm... I mean, I find it interesting that Clone High has been a meme in three different decades. First decade. Uh, Give me it, the first decade. It came out in what the 2000s, the and like it came, and like in 2000, the two, like 2010s, I believe, early 10s. It there was like a um, there was like a fad where it was like, uh, the where Gandhi's say what scene where it's just like pitch shifted to like others. Hmm. Hmm. I gotta say, I, I have a few pitch ideas if this pitch don't work. Even hmm. though I'm not even in that program where I have to write or anything. Hmm. Okay. I don't even know what happens after I send out a pitch or two and if it even succeeds. I know if I don't, uh, I'm fine. Don't have to worry about anything. But if it does, what the world is? You know, we could have had room for more of the original songs in this musical in this movie, but no, we had to cut them out for the Sha Na Na covers. Of course, what else would we have? Yeah. <laughs> just like five minutes of silence of just Danny and Sandy staring at each other. <laughs> 
that, that seems that is like how the old movies are. Yeah, that would make an interesting promotional tool. Um, it would just kind of read the same energy as like um, th there's a creepy pasta called Candle Cove. It was like a puppet show. Oh yeah, oh, and, I know like, that one. I know creepy pasta stuff. Yeah, and uh, the lost episode. Um, and, and no, not a lost episode. But and one of the episodes was said to be like. It was said to just consist entirely of all the characters screaming, and somebody dismissed it as a nightmare, only to find everyone to find out, oh no, that that actually happened. There was actually an episode where it was all where it was entirely just screaming. Well, oh, thankfully, my. that show oh, doesn't uh, exist. Least, and Not in our universe. The in the back is uh, fine. Is dying. I'm glad the puppet figure's better. Dying yeah. is like kind of creepy. Anyway, uh, anyway, um, uh, Born to Hand Drive is playing right now. This might just be one of my movie. Wait, you you kind of cut out there. Born Born to Hand Drive is playing right now. It's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. Mm. <laughs> Aren't isn't this whole movie just wild though? Yeah, it has that. <laughs> it's, it's quite the it's quite the ride, Melissa. Look I how will many say. background dancers. Has that just? It are. has. It reads so much chaotic energy. Uh huh. <sighs> I could easily see. I could easily see people today doing dance moves like this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like on Dancing with I the Stars. I could easily see them. I can easily see them dancing to Cake by the Ocean. True, true. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, they all I had a... Just replace board, just replace board and hand with cake by the ocean. It just fits. I, I know this because it was in Grease Live for some reason. Wait, really? Yeah, mm -hmm. we mentioned it earlier. Oh wait, yeah, you did. Like, why would a TV program just be on a high school prom? It's just a random one, too. Why not? Probably add a, probably add a secret camera, like camera B mm. and the camera team, but like, why? Mm. Why not? It, artistic license, baby. Mm. One, of my favorite, one of my favorite unpaid background dancers is coming up in a little bit. Oh, unpaid. Yep, it's the. I think it's this guy. Yep, that guy. He's good. He's here unpaid. I mean, the rules and regulations change over time, but now background people always have to get paid. Mm. Danny and Sandy are like they are. They're your dangerous fifties rock and rollers, but they're. So they're like polished enough you could take them home to see to see to your mom and dad. Yeah. They almost look like Barbie dolls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. The funny thing is there actually are Barbie dolls of like several of the Grease characters. Like I remember seeing them in like stores years and years ago. Are you ago. sure they're not the actual Grease characters and they're just dolls? Just by this rate? They, yeah. they could be the Afro Grace characters. Yeah, like, 
Like, well, like how Wes Anderson's movies are just like dolls. They're, they're, they're like intricately designed dolls in a dollhouse. Mm-hmm. Imagine if Wes Anderson made this movie. <laughs> the dan- the dance break would be a lot much more static. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> it's just one continuous shot. Yeah, the camera like, is perfectly still. Just like in the movie Climax, that where there's like a really long, there's like a, it's set in a club. Um, Nick mentioned this movie earlier. Um, there's. I just realized this, he's the first guy to wear pink in this movie. I think. Oh my god, he's I fr- pink. He's a rebel icon. And then yeah. and then the girl wearing blue. It is like that's great. Yeah, and um. God, what was I gonna say? Uh, there's a movie called Climax. It is a deeply disturbing movie about like the mishaps that ensue when uh, yeah, they, that, when the sangria I, is spiked one. at a party at like a dance like like a dance club in like 1996, and like oh. there's like there are several dance breaks that are like there are several scenes that are like one continuous shot like a lot of dance breaks and stuff. And uh, mm. I've mentioned this before, and I'll mention it again. Climax actually had like a hundred run. They had it had like a a, a VHS print. There was only a hundred copies, and I can't find them anywhere. Probably for the best. Yeah, but there's there's probably another um th- there's a couple other companies like called like, a modern VHS that do, like, limited runs of, like, limited unofficial runs of movies. Mm. So, you get these? Um, guys, we're about to see a very famous part of the movie. Oh! (laughs) Oh, those rebellious rebels. (laughs) I love this, like, it immediately cuts to the principal the next day going... If the if Absolutely you not. if you rambunctious ruffians don't turn yourselves in, I will make sure the FBI finds out who you are. I I just love that I love that scene. <laughs> yeah. Uh, of course, of course, it has to it has to expand full charge too. I that's what makes it so over the top. Sure. Yeah, so, um, modern, v- oh, modern home video, um, has, um, they have some, they, they make limited runs of tapes, uh, modern movies on VHS, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, La La Land, The Batman, the recent one, Scream 4, mm. Kick-Ass, Deadpool, they did a couple for Lady Bird and Step Brothers and The Hateful Eight and Knives Out. And these all contain uh, three extra hours of movie you can record on after the movie is done. That's interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, they're not too expensive, but... um, They're just expensive enough. Yeah, $28 to $35. Which which isn't... It's not the most expensive, like... In Ontario, movie theaters, I think, the tickets were like $60 for one movie. It's so, like... Mm. I mean, mm. that's Ontario movie theaters, first of all. Second of all. 
yeah. as costly as that. Mm. Uh, there's a oh, corpse right behind you. That's always in pain. That's as painful. Just being hit, disarmed. Mm-hmm. I guess he was really armed. <laughs> this elbow. I appreciate that dad joke. <laughs> uh, I had to. I had to at least have one in here. <laughs> well, it's nice to see that Danny and Sandy are back together after those two unnamed characters stole them. Yeah, yeah. They, do they ever get named? I think they're supposed to like represent. I think the girl is supposed to represent one of Danny's old flames, but I forget if she has a name. She just, she was just kind of unnecessary. We could have just had like Rizzo or something, but I, True. I guess not. True. We could have had something else. Speaking of Rizzo, in this scene, we find out that she has been knocked up by one of Danny's best friends. Oh, my. Uh, hide your children. Okay. Let me see what's here. Um, hi. Here's a little story. Um, I'm just looking here. Um, in the mid-1970s, Amanda McBroom was an unknown songwriter living in Los Angeles. While driving down the freeway one afternoon, she heard a song called Magdalena by Leo Sayer. One line caught her attention. Your love is like a razor. My heart is just a scar. Initially, she loved the lyric, but moments later, she realized she didn't agree with the sentiment. And that got her thinking, what is love anyway? As she, could, and, and as, as she went on, she started... Getting lyrics, um, so, and then let me get. Was she? Was the song? What is love? Baby, no, don't hurt no, me. No, wait for it. And then she just started coming up with these lyrics, and uh, then she went. When she went home, she went to the piano and wrote the rose. Okay. I don't know the rose. Um, it's the song that was playing in Napoleon Dynamite when they were in the sign language class. Huh. Honestly, I don't uh, remember uh, much uh, from Napoleon be... Dynamite aside from that dancing ending. So it's in a sign language class. Is it full of like hearing people or deaf people? I don't know. Um, I, uh, but Napoleon was there. Um, the... hmm. It's kind of a bit harder to, uh, you know. Do. I love how that, that that shot just implied that Sandy just slammed the door on Danny's dick. I know. She slammed his penis in the car door. <laughs> you slammed his penis in the car door? Oh! Oh, that, that, that is oh my god. You you haven't lived until you've seen that video. And uh, this is where I watch my parents die, Parappa. I love how this uh, Danny's singing this song. The song is called Sandy, and he's like, uh, "Oh, Sandy, what can I do to deserve your love?" Like, dude, you literally just tried to rape her a minute ago. Yeah, um, I, I, 
uh, this was also written exclusively for the movie to cash in on movies, uh, cash in on songs that had women's names in the title, like Brandy and Mandy and, I don't know, whatever. Oh, makes sense. Uh, well, I'm accepting why there's so many of these. Might if I play you the immortal video about Daffy slamming his penis in the car door? Hmm. And the... Well, not right now. I just want to say, um, Sandy is the one song of the Groovy soundtrack that is not on Spotify, and honestly, rightfully so. It's not my favorite. Yeah. But it, it does have anything. these, um, but it does have these pretty cool, um, Driving animations. Yeah. True. Remember the old drive-ins? Wait, I think we're all too young for those. Yeah, there's there's probably at least a couple drive-in animations out, driving still out there. That's gotta be Nothing around us. I if yeah. I, I'll I will look up to see if there are any drive-in places near me. Also, there's a I nice little new, this. There's a nice little neat bit of symbolism coming up in like a few seconds. Uh, Danny is sitting on the sink swing set, thinking about how he's going to have sex with Danny. And in like 30 seconds here, there's going to be a very fitting animation playing on the screen. Speaking of which, um, Danny, please move out of the way. I'm trying to watch the commercial. Hot dog. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Hey! You're singing about having sex with Sandy, and now, and now the hot dog's gonna go inside the bun. Oh, gee, what does that mean? Uh, I can't believe this movie predicted sausage party. <laughs> I can't believe this movie invented sex and hot dogs. <laughs> That's the one good part about that song: the uh, hot dog shot. The hot dog shot was really good. Predicting sausage party part one. Yeah. But it was not the movie that invented the hot dog cam, which is like a, a shot from the perspective of a hot dog that's being eaten. True, what? because they only put the hot dog in the bun. Mm -hmm. We never actually see John Travolta eat that cartoon hot dog there's still at least a couple um drive-in theaters in uh los angeles area and my goal is one of my goals is to um and one day work in one day like split time between home and los angeles nice Ooh, that's a good goal that is a really good goal especially very, with the yeah. uh, programs they have so much there's so much stuff in Los Angeles. Like they have the drive-ins, they have like a a roller rink. Um, Some might even say it's a bit oversaturated. Yeah. Uh, I don't like say anything is oversaturated. So to be fair. I mean, whatever strikes your fancy. That is the weirdest way to clean a car. <laughs> Just slapping on it with a towel is the best way to clean a car. Why, why not? 
If it works for them, it works for us. Exactly. Hopefully. Maybe if I just slap the car a couple times with a towel, it'll be fully clean. Let's do it. Let's try it. Hmm. Dude, there's a bunch of signatures on that poster that we barely get to see. Ooh, they do. Ooh, sometimes they do um, outdoor movie screenings at Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Oh, cool, I've hey, always wanted to watch a movie surrounded by dead people. Love that. <laughs> okay, um... I wonder if Patty Simcox is ever gonna be Carnival Queen. Hmm. I'll vote for her. I would've voted for her, too. I probably would've voted for her. I'd vote for anyone who's trying to put effort in. She seems very nice. I don't, yeah, think I, don't, I don't love the name for most of the characters, so I can't say much. Hmm. I am really bad with names. You <laughs> hmm. say the actor that was working into this movie, and I'm like, and I'm like, oh yeah, I I can see that, yeah. Hmm. So it looks like in this scene, Rizzo is contemplating something. I don't know. She. All I know is that she's contemplating something. She probably contemplated becoming Carnival Queen based on this previous side. Mm-hmm. Oh no, she's gonna kill Patty Simcox so she could be the only only Carnival Queen. I mean, I mean, I guess you can vote for anyone, so uh, she would have to kill every single female <laughs> character. She's just gonna go full Heathers on us and blow up the high school so no one is Carnival Queen. That's a shady job. That's a shady job, I'm sorry. The truth. Yeah, she wants to be Carnival Queen. I'm, I'm right, I'm right with that. Theory's corrected. I love how, like, the singer is belting and. Uh, Rizzo's actress is just opening her mouth. I love how like the like the belting singing doesn't really match with how she's uh, opening her mouth. Probably because she never belted in her life. Hmm. Who knows? That actor probably never belted in her life. And but then mm -hmm. uh, the singer belts all the time. So we have two sides of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. It's time oh, for the alley. big race. Well, look, a dark alley. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's where we're going to That's where we can find Patty Simcox's body, guys. <laughs> that's where we find the find bodies of anyone who's running for Carnival Queen except that one person. Hmm. And for every single other person. Oh my god, every single white person showed up for this race. Okay, I, I I thought, I had another bathroom reader. I thought there was like a spotlight on the Hollywood, there was like a spotlight on the Hollywood Forever Cemetery, but, um, which is where they have the Cinesepia thing, or, but, um, I, I don't know, I can't find it. It's okay. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. I mean, I don't. I mean, this 
There's probably a lot of really famous people buried there. Probably. Probably. It's Hollywood. What do you expect? Yeah. Maybe I'll be buried there one day. One day. Like, not today would be a good day. Yeah. Let me just find something. Hmm. Uh, there's... Penny? Oh, go ahead. Oh, there's an article oh, no. about... There's an article in this bathroom reader about the dark side of the rainbow theory where, like, if you watch, oh. um, dark side of the moon... Watch Wizard of Oz with Dark Side of the Moon playing. It it syncs up almost perfectly. Mm. Um, uh, frick that. Um, I would rather listen to Dark Side of the Moon with Bart Ball Cop 2 playing. <laughs> oh my god. We should totally try <laughs> that. Oh, definitely. Someday. 100%. 100%. Is, is it, there, people actually did do that. It's called, like, the Blart side of the mall or something. I wonder who's going to win the race. Probably the... And look, the Levis maybe... is right there. The dress. Maybe... Every other girl is not wearing a dress in this one. Hmm. I wonder who's going to win the race. Maybe it's the hero. Something tells me the hero is going to win this race. Nine times out of ten, the hero will always win the race. But there is one person. Well, there's the ten percent chance the villain wins the race, and then the hero has to deal with some consequence or something for a bit, and then re races, and then you know. Yeah, Thanks we know. Bit. We've been new. Thanks a little bit. I mean, there's a there's an article about how um. But where other people are buried, um, or had their ashes scattered, or interred, or whatever, um, Catherine Hepburn, uh, her, she rests in a family plot at Cedar Hill Cemetery in Hartford. Um, oh, interesting. And, mm -hmm. uh, Burl Ives is buried in Mountain Cemetery in Jasper County, Illinois. Hmm. Howard Ashman, the composer of one of the com the composer for the Disney Renaissance movies, uh, first couple Disney Renaissance movies, uh, his he lives his body lives in Ohab Shalom Memorial Park in Baltimore. Hmm. It's not far from you, Andrew. No, it isn't. Maybe I'll get to visit him one day. Maybe he'll turn me into a competent composer. That's a weird draft. They went, they went all the way back afterwards. Mm-hmm. Danny Kay and his wife's ashes are buried underneath a memorial bench in Canisco Cemetery in Valhalla. Their names are not featured prominently on the memorial, which has a bronze relief including significant images from their lives. And, um... Hmm. And uh, Will Rogers is buried underneath his own memorial on the grounds of his museum in Claremore, Oklahoma. And it, there's a quotation, and it has a quotation, If you live life right, death is a joke as far as fear is concerned. That, that car is just unstable. 
I keep saying yeah. that, I know. But Every it's single like... car in this movie is unstable, Melissa. All of these cars are Pintos. It's so bouncy. They're all just, all... just bouncy. Every single second It's like, what? Freaking Pintos. True, true. Just bouncing up and down everywhere. Mm. And every time I see a collision, it's just bounce. <laughs> oh, those silly little Pintos. Come on, Sandy. Join the join the party. Join the party, dress girl. Join the party. Love and trust. You you have to be odd because guess what? You're a standing out outside the ring. Plus, you have a dress on to protect everyone else. Clearly, you're special. <laughs> Learn your special case. Learn your special case, Sandy. The Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel apparently has, like, a bunch of ghosts like, uh, Marilyn Monroe and Montgomery Clift. Um, uh, she's often been seen peering from a mirror that belonged in the suite she often occupied. Some claim to found felt Montgomery Clift as ice-cold drafts of air... Room 928 and the nearby hallways, he's he was known to pace and um, hmm. and some have even claimed to hear him practice the bugle, which he would uh, actually do to the annoyance of other guests. Hmm. Speaking of Marilyn Monroe, does anyone know about that new Marilyn Monroe movie on Netflix that came out? No, I don't. No, I I don't want to see it. Um, because, like, it, I, 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 like, apparently, like, I hear it's, like, represents, like, a personal hell for her, um, like, like, where she, like, her worst, um, I mean, I don't Honestly, I don't want to see it either. I don't want to see it, dead people. I, I don't know how much I can handle dead people right now. Her yeah. mental state, like, ever. Uh, see, so I I feel real sorry for Marilyn Monroe. She she lived such like a a hell of life, and now people are just profiting off of it. This is Marilyn's personal hell. She dies, and people keep making movies, documentaries, and books about the worst moments of her life over and over for decades. It just doesn't let up, but it's it's sad. It is sad. Uh, let me. But there's a scene. Um. In Blonde, JFK is depicted receiving mind-blowing head from Marilyn Monroe. This is, of course, foreshadowing a future mind-blowing experience for the late president's head. Huh. For the late president's head. That's surprising. Mm-hmm. Oh, look. That's... Something we have. Ferris wheel. Oh, they have Ferris wheels in Canada? Yeah, something like that. Something, this, something. This, we do this have. This radiates the same more. energy as, like this radiates the same energy as um, the the carnival fair from the Muppet movie. Hmm. This radiates the same That's a weird energy comparison. as our uh, our little uh, thing here. Yeah, we get we get a traveling amusement park. Um, huh. like they have Cream like virtually that same. Tilt a whirl. Uh, uh, but they also have a Ferris wheel, but it's not like that. It's like, 
Uh, it's it's got just, different cars. You just wait. swing around. So wait, 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 wait. The, uh, this uh, this game is called Cream the Teacher. Oh yeah, we don't have that one. That is well, we do not have the prize. Yeah. Why would we cream the teacher? That's disgusting. <laughs> the chicks will cream. Oh my god, it's no one all kid. A lot of money there. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh. Yeah, and he's gonna ask them if they want to hear sicko mode or mo bamba. Yeah. Uh, I love how I love how like Mandar kid finally got a win, and and then the grease monkeys just put a pie in his face. Like, no, we're not gonna let you have this win. Lol, love it. <laughs> you gotta love irrational movies. Uh so it turns out Rizzo isn't pregnant, and now everyone's celebrating. That she's not pregnant? Mm-hmm. Like, yay, I'm not gonna be a parent. Yay. I don't have to take that much responsibility anymore. Yay. I could just stay inside and watch cartoons all day long. Without having to deal with a kid. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like... I feel like if I were that, I would just be like, no, oh, these are wait, my he cartoons. Do he do own one of the sweaters, apparently. Mm. He do own one of the school sweaters. You don't see it throughout the whole movie until, like, this point. You don't see mm. it often with him. It's like twice in this mm. whole movie or something. Oh, no. She's hot. Oh, no, she's hot! Uh, this... She's... So the mo I, this is like my big issue. Like, Sandy does not want to conform to like all these norms, so she decides to conform to the norm. Um, yeah. Except the opposite norms. Like, uh, she she been disconforming. Yeah. Look at all the girl, other girls in this one, and then she confirms to the opposite norms towards the male, towards the male. Norms. I guess it's. I guess it's okay for her to conform to them because there's good dick, apparently. I guess the best part about the scene is Olivia Newton-John singing. Yeah, this song's so good. It also even... not written for the musical. It, it was written for this. And, uh... Hopelessly Devoted to You was nominated for the Oscar for Best Song as it was eligible... I don't remember what won that <laughs> year. Um... Yeah. John Travolta's face kind of creeps me out of that shot. Yeah. It's crazy, yeah. He looks like an irrepressible little horn dog. Danger uh, ahead. And then you're going right to the danger zone. Yep, yep. Uh, did, did you not pay they're... attention to all the horror movies in the life? <laughs> they, are they are edgy. I guess they are in the danger ahead. Ah, uh, the song Last Dance won the Oscar that year. Hmm, I think I've heard that one. Donna Summer, Last Dance, uh, it was uh, the hmm. big hit from like the otherwise forgotten movie, Thank God It's Friday. Hmm. I never heard of that movie, so... Uh, so right last so wait, 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 last so last dance won a Grammy, but uh, 
Did I feel love win anything? Because that's like a very interesting. I mean, no, it's actually that like, I was I was mentioning the Oscar. Oh. But I feel like I feel like in I feel love should have won something. Like it's like an electro pop song essentially. Uh, they ended up accidentally creating EDM music. <laughs> Thank you, Where? Giorgio Moroder and Donna Summer. Thank you for all these uh, new this new category of music. Mm. Mm -hmm. I remember watching this last uh, act from like the morning announcements to um, through the end um, in our hotel room in New York. Mm. Like we it just was just I've never on. been to New York, so I can't say much. Um, have you ever been anywhere in the USA? What? I was talking to Melissa. <laughs> love, love, wait, I, I've been to the USA. I just seen the dog and it's like, lol. <laughs> random, random cute little pupper. Yeah. This random cute little dog. Yeah. There should have been a cute little pupper in every scene. Exactly. Oh my god, Gre Oh my god, Grease reenact with, with cute little puppers. Hmm. <laughs> Only cute little puppers, so that's it. Yeah. Every character uh, is a cute little pupper. Um, no, okay, hear me out. Um, Grease, but Iggy Pop is all the characters. Oh, no. Oh. Iggy Pop being the lead singer of the Stooges. Somewhere Riley is laughing. She has to be. Yeah. It would be hilarious, though. Yeah. Oh, we're in the big finale of the movie, which means it should be um, time. Like at the end of each episode um, of Watch This, we spin a wheel that determines just like on my podcast, and it that determines uh, what movie we get to watch next week. Okay. But for like, uh, I'm I'm planning on doing a Halloween event for. Um, I'm gonna spin the wheel once, and then the rest of October is gonna be uh, the trilogy Halloween of terror. Movies. The I trilogy sure of terror, movies. which is just horror movies. I love trilogies, and I love being terrified. I never I watched a horror movie. Really? Yeah, <laughs> really? Dad, Dad never, never liked me watching horror movies when I was younger, mm. and so I never, and then I just never felt like it afterwards. I always watched action or something. Mm. Which definitely I've, has I've, a lot more blood. <laughs> I mean, I've only watched like two or three horror movies. I never That's... watched a single one, so I can't say much. I, I don't um, know. I watched a couple. Um, like I, I tend to gravitate towards ones with like unique premises or unique executions, or like Nope or X. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, anyway, I watched my first horror movie when I was 14. That would be five years ago, which makes me 19. So I'm 19. Uh, Romy, you're like 27, right? Yep. I'm also 19. Hmm. So that's fun. Two of us yep. 19. I got to watch a horror movie before you. It, true, true. <laughs> Very true. Mm. I love how you can so clearly tell this was filmed on like Hollywood Hills or something. 
Yeah. Like, I feel like right behind that uh, Ferris wheel would be, like, Hollywood's line. Mm-hmm. And now here's the infamous ending of the movie. Where the car Look at that. The car just straight up fucking flies away in the end. <laughs> it's part of that list of movies where the protagonist just flies the fuck away at the end. Ah, uh, now we're at the end. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, what fun. is your um Melissa, what is your interpretation of that ending? I mean, there's a lot of interpretations here that we can go. <laughs> so I guess I... my my best guess is that it's just a dream. They're imagining it. I, I think you're imagining the car flying away itself. Yeah. I feel like they got together and it, what, at least one of them uh, dreamed up the carnival and dreamed up all that stuff. Anyway, um, I just found the wheel, and the next movie we'll be looking at is Beauty and the Beast, the good one. Hell, the good uh, one? Yeah, hell yes. All right, yes. you you love to see it, guys. Yeah, yeah. All right, no one loves to see it like Gaston. All right, thank you. Mm -hmm.